0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. United Nations envoy Kofi Annan arrived in Syria today and immediately urged every individual with a gun to stop the violence there. Annan is in Damascus at what could be a critical moment in the Syrian conflict. There is a growing international outcry after the killing of more than 100 civilians, including many children, in the Syrian town of Hula. The U.N. Security Council has condemned the Syrian government for its role in the incident, particularly its use of heavy weapons to shell civilian neighborhoods. Even longtime Syrian ally Russia signed on to that U.N. statement. The group Human Rights Watch is urging a swift, independent investigation of what happened in Hula. Nadim Houri is director of Human Rights Watch's office in Beirut in Lebanon. First of all, Nadim, what specifically does your organization want to happen with regards to the shootings in Hula? And what do you really hope to accomplish?
1: Uh, Two things. First, we want Kofi Annan to push the Syrian authorities to allow access to the UN-mandated Commission of Inquiry which has been appointed for more than a year but has not been given access to Syria to go in and do a proper investigation particularly for the cold-blooded killing of more than sixty people in Hula many of them children so there were many victims of shelling but there are many people who were killed in cold blood by armed gunmen and according to survivors that we spoke to they believe they were pro-government forces known as the Shabihah which is a militia Two Hula is just the latest massive violation that we've been documenting. We want the UN Security Council to finally refer the situation in Syria to the International Criminal Court.
0: I mean, there are different accounts, as you know, of what occurred last Friday in Hula. Some survivors described armed men dressed in military clothes attacking homes on the outskirts of Hula, executing entire families. But the Syrian government is saying its own soldiers were attacked and it was armed terrorists who went on to shoot civilians. I mean, realistically, with these differing views, how do you get to the bottom of this? Where do you even begin an investigation?
1: If you had a proper team on the ground, they would uh, go meet survivors, gather testimonies, They would go visit the areas that came under attack, look at the sort of ballistics, what kind of bullets were used, and you can reconstruct a lot. I mean, we spoke to a number of people from Hula, and what we know is in the early afternoon, some armed opposition gunmen did try to attack a military checkpoint because that checkpoint had opened fire on a protest earlier that day. And after that attack took place, the government forces shelled intensely. Uh, large parts of Hula, and this is what UN monitors on the ground were able to confirm. And while the shelling was ongoing, around 6:30, these armed gunmen went into these homes. And you know, in one family, the Abdelwazah family, we obtained more than 62 names of people who were killed from that family. And three survivors from that family believe it was the Shabiha. and the killing only stopped when the opposition groups came back. So you know. This is just a preliminary investigation, but what you need, if you had people on the ground, able to operate freely, to interview people, to figure out where the army checkpoint was in terms of distance from where some of these cold-blooded killings took place, you could answer a lot of these things. And we would move away from these generic assertions by the Syrian government that there are terrorists responsible for all of that.
0: I mean, so far, free access has not really been possible. Why do you think this moment might offer that possibility that things will change?
1: For the Syrian government to change its behavior, it's going to have to feel the pressure of the international community acting in one voice, particularly it needs to feel that Russia is fed up with its behavior and that Russia will stop sending it weapons, will stop shielding it from Security Council action if it does not take steps. You know, we're not naive. We know that the Syrian government is not just suddenly going to grant access. But if they felt they had no other choice, they just might act in that way and allow these people to go in.
0: Nadeem Hure, Human Rights Watch's senior researcher for Syria and Lebanon. He joined us from Beirut. Nadim, thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me.